Guten Tag, everybody. Welcome to Hybrid Theory, a podcast dedicated to bringing simplicity and cinematic style to tabletop role-playing games, regardless of genre, system, or preconceived notions. I'm Hugh Rot Johansson, and I look forward to exploring new ways of thinking and hacking games to bring a new level of enjoyment to your gaming table. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into the Hybrid Theory Podcast. My name is Hugh Jarrett Johansson, and today's episode is going to be a continuation of my Hybridizing 5E series, in which I take rules from the hybrid role-playing game and implement them in the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons game that I'm currently directing to resolve an issue or solve a problem that I'm having by running that system. What were traditionally thought of as psionic abilities in the 5th edition and previous editions of the Dungeons & Dragons game. In my previous episode, we talked about biokinetic aspects. These aspects enable a character to affect the biological functions of a target or perceive them. And today we're going to continue the discussion but talk about the mentalic aspects. And this group of aspects enables a character to affect the mental functions or perceive the mental functions of a target. A couple things that we talk about. There's a little pseudoscience here. We're going to go really quickly through it. Basically, there's two things that we need to discuss. The first thing we need to discuss is the concept of thermodynamics. Now, like biokinetic aspects, to reflect the fact that mentalics are considered a real-world phenomenon, they require energy in order to manifest in the world. And the way this is reflected in the game is that when a character uses one of these aspects, they have to pay a cost, and that cost is paid in hit points. The second way that these are modeled on the real world, is that in the real world, the brain as we know it is nothing more than a large lump of nerve cells all mashed together. Now, these nerve cells are referred to as neurons, and unlike other cells in your body, like your red blood cells or other cells, they're not shaped as like a ball or a deformed kind of container. Instead, what they are is these these spindly star-like things that have tendrils that go off. And they're all mashed together, and these tendrils all interconnect with each other. And so this giant mass or net of neurons um, has trillions and trillions of cells that are all together, and they're all touching one another. And the way that things work when we think or we feel or we dream or we perceive or we have an emotional response or we want to move our body or we have memories. All of these functions are really nothing more than a single electrical impulse that can travel along a certain path of neurons in this neural net. And each one of these paths is referred to as a trace. Similarly, every ability or every function of these abilities in the game are referred to as a trace. So when an aspect is purchased, then in addition to just purchasing the aspect, the player or the director, if they're buying these aspects or designing their NPCs, they need to choose which of these types of traces that they want that character to be able to perceive or affect. And the specific traces, the way they're kind of broken down is into these following categories. They're considered either a thought, a dream, a drive, an emotion, a perception, a memory, or motor control trace. A motor control trace allows you to think something and then move your arm or leg. So what will happen is if you wanted to paralyze someone, for instance, you would take the target and you'd suppress their motor control trace and then they couldn't move. So that's kind of how these work. So with the 
pseudoscience out of the way, let's go ahead and get into our aspects. Now, these aspects are kind of grouped into the kind of things that they allow your character to perform. The first one I like to think of are as the trace aspects. And these ones, um, you have to designate which specific trace you want to affect when you use them. And they are assert trace, overload, read trace, strike, trace blaze, and weave. The assert trace enables your character to force the target to manifest a trace. So when they assert it, the tar- you say, I assert that trace and now they think this or they feel this or they remember this or they perceive this so it's an active you actively activate a trace within the target Uh, in other words you control them the next one is the overload and this one basically enables your character to drive so much electrical activity through a certain trace that it becomes unusable so you can use that one to prevent a thought prevent the character target from thinking or feeling or moving or things like that the next one is the read trace the read trace enables your character to read that all the particular traces of that type that are going on in their mind so if you have the read trace of emotion then you can read the emotions that the character is currently having in lifetime the next one is the strike Aspect And this aspect enables your character to inflict physical damage on the target based, and the target perceives that damage as thousands of memories at one time if you strike their memory trace. Or they perceive that damage as thousands of thoughts at one time if you strike at their thought traces and things like that. The next one is Trace Blaze. And this one enables uh, the, tar- the character to implant a trace in a target that becomes that target's primary motivator for everything in their life. It's kind of insidious in that it doesn't manifest directly. It just becomes a motivation, whether it's a thought, a dream, a perception. Uh, Finally, there is the weave aspect. And this aspect enables the character to create, to perform really delicate procedures um, on the mental patterns of the target. So your character can um, remove a trace blaze or your your character the character can man cause the character to develop a mentalic ability or the character can actually heal a mental disorder like depression or schizophrenia or something like that so that's the weave aspect the next group of aspects i like to think of as global aspects and the first of these is the assess aspect and that aspect enables your character to uniquely identify a target and know all of its mental capabilities the second that they use the aspect on you. The next one is the augment aspect. And this aspect enables your character to increase one of the mental abilities of the target, ability scores of the target. It's very similar to the augment of the biokinetic aspects, but instead of affecting strength, dexterity, or the uh, constitution, instead you can affect either the intelligence or the will of the target. Since uh, characters in hybrid don't have charisma and it's not a real ability anyway. Um, it's not affected by this aspect. So there is no way to increase the charisma using mentalic aspects because it is not considered a truly scientific phenomenon. I will have an episode on the use of charisma and its replacement in the hybrid system. The next aspect group are the perception aspects. And these, there are two of these. The first one enables your character to evade perception. Your character, basically what it do, your character does is your character shifts the aspect on a quantum level so that it is not in the current quantum reality. So what happens is if someone tries to use or detect your mentalic pattern, uh, whether using magic or mentalics, they cannot 
because in essence, it does not exist in the reality. Um, you can basically go in and out. This takes takes this makes the quantum aspect unique in that um, magic is can be circumvented using this aspect. The next aspect is the mind sight aspect, and what this aspect enables a character to do is detect all sentient mentalic patterns in a 360-degree arc based in their perceptual range. Again, um, perceptual range is another thing that we will cover in another episode um, going forward. Uh, finally, we have what I like to know, like to refer to as our reactive aspects. Now, like the biokinetic aspect, there is a mentalic aspect known as resist, and this enables your character's unconscious mind to defend itself when a mentalic aspect is asserted against it. The other one is the glint aspect, and this one is unique in that if anyone attempts to assert a mental aspect against your character, your mind automatically reacts and knows who they are, where they are, how far away, and knows their men- and is able to you know, identify that person by their mentalic assertion signature going forward. So it's kind of a detective type of aspect. It enables characters to kind of trace, trace people and learn things about them and takes away some of the sneakiness associated with using a mentalic aspect. So those are the 12 mentalic aspect descriptions. Thanks for tuning in to the Hyper Theory Podcast. Stay tuned for next episode when we will get into our discussion of the telekinetic aspects. Until then, take care, stay safe, and have a great day. Keep on gaming. Bye-bye. Well, that's about all I have for you for this episode. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for taking the time to listen, and I sincerely hope that uh, there was something here that was inspiring for you and something you can take back to your own gaming table to really kick up the excitement a notch and uh, make it your own. Uh, remember, whenever you're, uh, you find a rule system that stifles you or you feel restricted in some way, there's nothing wrong in a tabletop role-playing game flipping the script. Uh, until next time, keep on gaming, everybody. Take care. This has been a Hybrid Theory production. Intro music and outro music. Kiefer by Ahmad Judah.